Hi, I'm Polina. And I'm Peter. Welcome to Tap Into the Extraordinary Podcast, the accountability circle for go-getters, overachievers, and big dreamers. Join us as we discover what it takes to tap into the extraordinary. Oh, we're live. Yeah, okay, we are again. Yeah. How well, are you? I'm okay. Welcome back to the UK. Yes, thank you. Good to be on UK soil. Came back to loads of positive developments at work, so that's always exciting. Nice. Um, does that include? I... Does that include you going back into the office at any time soon? Or... <laughs> <laughs> um, it includes me not going back to the office anytime soon, <laughs> which is definitely a positive. <laughs> One of the positive developments, yes. <laughs> yeah, we actually told that we are not going back to the office until um earliest january next year it's official really? now it was officially pushed back until january next year uh and there's obviously like a likelihood of that being pushed back again because mm-hmm. um my company is not in a rush to commit like many other tech companies to stay next summer so they're like bite-sizing their like commitment to us mm-hmm. working from home so like every three months it gets reviewed uh, and I came back to the news that actually it's extended until the end of the year. So, yeah, that's that's an, like I'm more and more accepting of the fact that I will be home based going forward. <laughs> How does that feel for you on the whole? Because obviously, one of the first things you're going to miss from being in the office is like that colleague interaction. How do you feel mm. about that? Um. I think it's been a good few months now. I do miss the unscheduled colleague interaction because I think the one thing that working from home takes away is you bumping into someone at the lift or you Mm -hmm. bumping into someone at the coffee machine and having those like unorganized work, non-work-based conversations, even Mm -hmm. if it's just about what's happening in the company, about what's happening in the world, uh, in their lives. And you don't get that when you're home-based because everything that like I have literally have one colleague with who I schedule coffee breaks and we still end up talking about work because it's over zoom Mm -hmm. while I feel like when we were in the office we used to just sometimes wander off and talk about other things as well yeah yeah Uh, and I think you don't get that when you're Mm -hmm. home based because it feels like every zoom call or every conversation with a colleague is work related yeah I think this is one thing I miss um I am, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't upset when I heard that we're not going back to the office anytime soon. I do miss the colleague interaction, but I'm more and more appreciative of the flexibility that working from home gives you. Yeah. It's so much more flexible. Like I, and I come from a company where um, we were allowed to work from home one day a week, every week anyway. So we had certain level of flexibility in terms of work hours and like working from home. If you haven't needed two days working from home, it was okay. But I'm really appreciating the difference between everyone being home-based and like the flexibility that that gives you to work around your schedule as well and Mm -hmm. your life, not just around your work schedule Um, versus commuting. Thinking about commuting now (laughs) and thinking about like, waking up ridiculously early to get ready to then commute to then go to work and then commute again then come back i'm like wow this is exhausting why do people do this why did, yeah. why have we all done it for so long but like, it yeah. makes no sense um 
yeah, I think this is one thing I don't miss. So I'm not too upset about that. Uh, could be because I'm also getting my social interaction outside of work now. So like yeah, sure. now that lockdown has relaxed <clears throat> a bit, I'm actually able to see friends on yeah. weekends or evenings. So that adds a bit more of a social contact. I was feeling different when we were locked down and just at home than I was really suffering from like the absence of human connection, real human connection. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I can't remember. I was reading on LinkedIn that there was a company that has actually said that their staff are not going back to the office. Twitter. Twitter was is it Twitter? Down. Yep. They are uh, home-based moving forward like permanently. Wow. That's a big, big That's move. Good. Because there were loads of comments on it all over LinkedIn saying this is a very, very bold move. And it's kind of like they were they were questioning who would follow suit as a result of this as well to allow that full autonomy and that full yeah. flexibility. And I, I guarantee this right now, they're, they're going to become a very attractive employer or potential employer for many people now. I give you the perfect like reason why this would work and why people would be so attracted to going to somewhere like Twitter now. We have the option of, there was a conversation internally about going back to the office and who would, but it was voluntary. So if you wanted to go back to the office, you're, you're welcome to go back to the office. Um, I work in a relatively small team, but out of the six people that I work with, not a single one put their hand up to go back to the office. Really? Everyone was like, no, happy being home-based. I save arguments for everything from I get more time with my friends and mm-hmm. my, no, sorry, not with my friends, with my family and my children. I actually get to see them go to bed. I actually get to like wake up and spend time with my daughter in the afternoon. That was one argument. Another argument was how much people save on transport mm-hmm. and like living expenses. Not having to spend on lunch at work, not having to commute to work. Uh, you underestimate what an expense that is for people, especially mm. in London. Um, there were other arguments like time, like how much time you save, how much more you could do with your day if you're not in the office. Um, and I think especially if you're like family, like have family and uh, or you live with friends, you, you really don't miss that social interaction as much. Um, so... I think that was quite shocking for me to hear that like not a single person wants to go back to the office. But I think this will be the reality for a lot of people because yeah. now we have all been forced into it and we have been given a good run of it. People know they can function from home. Yeah. Like before it was a question of like, can we do it? Can we be productive? How, uh, how much we can handle work and life at the same place? But I think now that we've had a few months, people have adjusted. People have embraced the good things about that. The fact that you can wake up at eight and start work at nine, not mm-hmm. having to wait a big commute hour and a half to get to London and be stuck in traffic and hate your life and all that jazz um, that sometimes comes with commuting in London. Uh, I think more and more people are likely to opt in for the stay at home and work from home option. I don't, I don't, I don't blame them at all to be honest um so i think yeah if, you, if you've got family it's nice to be able to watch the kids and everything like that and wake up to the kids and, and stuff and you're right with the commute yeah it's crazy it's like why would you want to get up early like get up at six o'clock in the morning to get in the car or get on the tube or get on a train yeah. and then have to commute then have to do that same process again in the evening and just pretty much waste two to three hours of your day 
just yeah. on traveling yeah. to work. So it does make sense. It really, really does. So, yeah. 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 So I think this was not so upsetting news, but the break as a whole, I think, was much needed. I didn't realize how much I needed a holiday until I had one. <laughs> yeah, because you, you've been on the go, like, go, 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 full time, like, for, for quite a bit. I mean... Yeah, you've been Sarah, flat out. I can say the same thing about you. I'm looking at you and wondering when is your next holiday because I can't remember the last time you told me you're going on holiday. <laughs> so <laughs> no judgment here, but just hint, hint. Holidays are really good for you and you will come back feeling refreshed. I think it's definitely, it, it's you know when you take holiday, but you still dread going back to work because you don't feel rested enough or you don't feel like you have, um taken actually like a mental break from work because you know what they say it takes I think it's like five days to actually switch off from work yeah yeah yeah. you're able to fully relax and like enjoy your holiday um and I can fully relate to that I mean I was working for the first two weeks in Bulgaria and only I was on holiday only for the last 10 days of it um but even that um even just the change of scenery, I underestimated how what an impact that has. Just working in a different place, like different environments, my family around, having good weather, um, having different work hours because of a time difference. Like just the change, like any change after months and months of being at home, like was so refreshing for my mind. Um, and then I think, so that made coming back to work actually doesn't feel like a chore don't get me wrong I love my job but coming back to work after being away for three like 10 days or two weeks I came back to 850 emails Mm -hmm. like that would horrify anyone (laughs) and I came back in a week where the colleague who was covering for me is now on her holiday so we didn't even have a crossover so while catching up on my 850 emails her workload as well yeah. So that could have been a horrific experience, but I think because um, because I reconnected with what makes me happy, I spend a lot of time in nature. I spend a lot of time with my family, who is my why, and I've talked about this on social media this week. Uh, my family are my reason why I do a lot of what I do, and spending time with them and spending time in Bulgaria always reminds me of why I do what I do. So I came back with a refreshed energy, refreshed drive, feeling extremely ambitious. And it's been an incredible week so far. It's only Wednesday, but I have already achieved more than probably some two to three weeks at a time where I haven't achieved as much. And I think it's that renewed drive and the fact that I actually took a mental break by spending time in nature and spending time with family reminding why I do what I do um that made me coming back to work like actually excited to go and smash some goals yeah now that's 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 really really good and welcome everybody to to the week to the week show um (laughs) this week this this show is going to be a little bit different because we we were talking before we press record for for this and we were quite mindful that we're quite a way into the episodes at the moment but we've not really kind of like stopped to kind of like pause and kind of mm-hmm. like reflect on everything that's happened so far and the goals that we've met so far and where we are and what the next steps might actually be um 
and Polina's been away for a while. We recorded while she was away. I had a big thing that was going on for a number of weeks that you would have heard about um, in the recording. Just a tiny little digital world conference that took place. A tiny little thing. Yeah. So <laughs> that was going on happen now. And I've come out the back end of that. And it's kind of like, okay, just, you know, pause for a minute, reevaluate how that went what I've learned from that, what opportunities I see going forward from that, alongside everything else that I've got going on as well. And we thought we'd just use this episode to, yes, we're going to keep ourselves accountable as well. So we're going to go through, you know, the bits from uh, the last episode, but also just kind of like pause for a second, reflect on where we basically are and kind of think about what the next steps are. And I know, Polina, you've had some really interesting developments um, Mm -hmm. whilst you're away and that's continued on to you know, really coming into, uh, I wouldn't say fruition because you're not quite there to move it forward just yet, but you've definitely come to a realization, yeah. haven't you? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that. yeah. So we wanted to kind of like use this episode to kind of like encapsulate everything that's happened over the last few episodes and last few weeks. feels like two months now almost really, to be honest, and kind yeah, of just I like reset and go again from here. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, and we've talked about this previously, but it's always great to take a moment to pause and take stock of where you are, how far you've come, um, and like recalibrate my favorite, my new favorite word, recalibrate yourself to what's ahead of you and like recalibrate your goals, your vision, um, like having a major event, like the one you just uh, hosted happen in your life is one of those moments that would make you think like okay this is a significant landmark a significant achievement what's next and I think for me going to Bulgaria I have mentioned this before is always always drives me to drives me inwards on the way back to the UK to reflect on where I've come like because Bulgaria is where I have originally come from not Mm -hmm. where I've come from two weeks ago where I've come from where I was born and raised the environment I was born and raised in to where I am now and that always makes me reflect and I think this is a great time to talk about this because I have had an extremely productive week a lot has happened what feels like I can't believe it's only been a week since we spoke because so much has happened in that week uh, but equally, I have had some downtime to think about um, just life and reflect on how I see my vision moving forward, um, which has been magical. Yeah. But guys, let's kick off with accountability circle because yes. there's no running away from the accountability circle. <laughs> uh, no, there <laughs> so is not. Before we get stuck into latest updates and life updates uh let's talk about your goals for the last week um which was a carryover from the week before i know you wanted to do some deep thinking on what's your vision for the next few months what is going to be your focus um and where are you gonna put your 80 20 efforts 20 percent efforts to get 80 percent results mm-hmm. in the coming months um the Pareto low, so go for it. Tell us everything. Yeah, so um, I've, I've I've now kind of come to uh, uh, I wouldn't say an understanding. It's a, a definitely a point where I know exactly where I'm going to go in terms of like uh, my goals for the business, 
um, well, actually for the businesses, because there are now two of it mm-hmm. in the spin-off of this. And actually the Digital World Conference has been a really good eye-opener um, for yeah. that side of what we actually want to do. So on, you know, the conversation of money side, which is the podcast, which is the YouTube channel um, and everything else that that kind of uh, encompasses, I've definitely been able to get a bit more narrow and more focused on, okay, right, so this is what I need to do. And these are the targets that I'm going to basically set moving forward. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, very clear on what those things are now in order yeah. to grow. And also, because over the last week or so, I've had phone calls and people saying, oh, do you want to come along and, you know, um, be a financial advisor again? And we have no issue with you building conversation of money on the side. And I'm like, okay, well, it sounds very okay. attractive, but ultimately... I had to kind of stay, take a step back and ask myself, okay, so why are you doing this in the first place? Yes, obviously financial education and empowering people in their finances, but personal goal-wise, why am mm-hmm. I doing this? And the answer to that is we want to have a different pace of lifestyle in two years' time. We want to move to Dubai. And yeah. the YouTube channel and all this stuff that I'm building is, is instrumental to that happening. So going to, you know, off to be a financial advisor again, potentially puts a spanner in the works and diverts my attention away from all this stuff that I'm building right now. So yeah, the last week has been really, really helpful in terms of just trying to get a bit more clarity, which is what I was looking for in terms of what I actually need to do. And there's there's a ton of stuff I've got written down and things that I actually need to implement, which will go into my goals this week. And then the Digital Wealth Conference is certainly... Now that it's done, thank God, now that it's done. Because <laughs> I felt like I've been speaking about that for, for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. There was a definite learning in that. I'm, I'm very meticulous, as you know. I like things mm-hmm. being perfect. Like the Friday night was just a, was a nightmare because I was nervous that things wouldn't work and, and all kinds of things. But, you know, we started on the Saturday and I quickly realized that actually because we'd been so meticulous and because we'd been so overprepared, that it yeah. was going to go beautifully and the whole weekend yeah. went and went without an itch nothing wow. nothing went wrong which is impressive for a digital event because we've all been to ones and there's always technical issues yeah no technical <laughs> issues no nothing um we actually re- we actually did 2055 pounds in ticket sales in the end wow um and it was looking very very it was looking very unlikely probably about a, a week and a half prior to it, whether we'd even cross a thousand in terms of ticket sales. So the last week was very, very instrumental. We've raised mm-hmm. a lot of money for the charity. I mean, all the ticket sales basically went to went to charity, which is great. Um, but it has definitely taught us that actually, because of what the content was for that work for the for the conference, yeah. there are there's legs in doing future ones, but we okay. need to be more pointed on the topics because mm-hmm. I think if we're more pointed we'll we'll sell way more topics way more tickets sorry than we did okay. originally so there was definite learning um the feedback's been great the feedback's been awesome actually in fact and um yeah we can't wait for the next one so Crystal and I need to get together and just kind of you know talk about what we're going to do um but yeah it's been a very very interesting kind of like week very very tiring very labor intensive but you know this morning was the first morning where I was able to kind of like have a line until about like 11 half 11 and kind of like really kind of like which is a whole achievement for you 
I know, right? I know. <laughs> I know. I know. So, but it's been, it's been good. So, yeah, goals goals are there. Um, I've got a number of things that I've got lined up and planned, and you know, getting onto LinkedIn, rethinking the format of the podcast, um, mm-hmm. getting it so that it's more season based and, and themed, and opposed to me just doing churning out episode week 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 after week yeah. without really that much commercial thought to it. Um, so yeah, there's a plan now, which is good. That's incredible. Yeah. Sounds productive. And like, I'm glad you still found time to figure out your action plan, despite hosting an event and preparing for a two-day conference. Uh, this tiny little thing that you did last weekend, uh, <laughs> that many people dream of doing. So amazing. And like the charity contribution is such a great cause and like, so powerful that your first event was actually tied to something that's so close to your heart and like that would actually impact someone else's life positively so i mean i think personally that whatever events we do in the future there will always be a charitable element to it i think there will definitely be a charitable element to it because i think ultimately um it's okay doing these things and you know you could say you know that two grand is not bad for two days work actually you know what there's two of us we could split that easy right you know that's all very well and good but it's not just about that it is about actually having a positive impact and I think with under the money intelligence umbrella we do want to be very very conscious of that and we do want to lead with that and the fact that we are not just here to um, educate people um, and to make money we are here to educate people and improve lives that's what it's all about and that that really was our um, was our event slogan. Yeah, improve yeah. your finances, change lives. That and we will continue yeah. with that theme because we do want to um, we do want to make any have an impact. And I've already identified who the next charity is going to be. So Crystal just doesn't know yet. I need to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Like I'm so proud of you for doing it because that I cheers. know it's something you've wanted to do for a while. So. Um, it's the first it's the first step in what is going to be what is going to be physical events in the future and i'll tell you what right because we have paul c bronson from um celebs go dating talk about business and you know what it's weird when you say you have someone like that coming to the conference to talk about business but actually when you go back and listen to his story it's incredible right so he started as an investment banker he worked for oprah winfrey he then started a a dating company, a dating app company, which ended up being the largest black-owned uh, dating app in America. He sold that for God knows how many millions, and he's then gone on to like create four other businesses, two which didn't really do too well, but two that he has also sold for millions and millions and millions, right? So you look at him on TV and think, mm, it's the dude from Celebs Go Dating. What does he really know about business? He knows a lot. I mean, his session blew my mind. It blew my mind. And he's so down to earth as well. Because I remember on on the Sunday morning, he was speaking on Sunday and he hadn't looked at the itinerary because obviously he's so busy. So he rocked up first thing on Sunday morning, rocked into the room where me, Crystal, and the first speaker were just kind of like briefing, like this is how it's going to go and all this kind of stuff. And he pops up and he's like, yeah, man, so uh, how's everyone doing? He was talking and he's like asking questions and all that. And we're like, okay, Paul, but you do know that you're on at like 4.15, right? He was like, oh, really? Yeah. He was was so cool about it, right? But he's very, very down to earth, really, really down to earth. And his session really just blew my mind. And as a result of that, he's like, dude, like if you ever need anything, you need connections, you need to message me, like 
such a nice guy. And he's now following me on Instagram. We've messaged a couple of times. So yeah, man, it's like when you do these kind of things, you don't know what it's going to give you back in any way, shape or form. And just having that kind of connection with him where into the point where he's quite influential in, you know, media and he's influential in the business world Mm -hmm. can only be a good thing for the brand. And he was very, very good at, you know, also sharing our hashtag and sharing our account. We didn't ask him to do any of that. So, you know, it's good. It's really, really good. Amazing. Can't wait to see the next event or go to it. Uh, so the funny thing is he actually said you should do these as physical events and Crystal and I just looked at each other and said that is the plan no really yeah and he was like do and he goes if you need anyone if you need me to come and speak I'll come and speak no no problem no problem at all so Yeah. yeah it's 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 a good starting block to build upon basically so I'm happy I mean for a first event incredible success so well done like yeah. not many people can say that for their first events. Like no shame or no blame, but I know people who have been doing events and like for years and still have 15 to 20 people show up to their events. You know what? That was my biggest fear. I was like, oh yeah. my God. Like it's please. every person's biggest fear who hosts an event. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, please now come on. Like I've got three, I've got over 3000 people on Instagram, but it's like, it's Instagram, right? So you don't ever really know. Yeah. I've got, almost 3,000 people on on YouTube now, 4,000 on TikTok. But it's like, you just don't know. And it's like, please just don't have like 10 people there. It's going to be embarrassing. But we, in the end, we sold 61 tickets. So, you know, for a first event, that's not bad. Really good. We've certainly learned some things now. So, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um, You've had some revelations, haven't you? Yeah, I have had some revelations. I'm going to start with my goals. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before we get carried away, go on. That will will reveal some of my Uh revelations. Um, So one of the things I had to do is finally submit my master's assignment. Amen. It has finally been submitted and it's out of the way. Uh, So Hold on, hold on, hold on. One one second, Paulina. One one second. I don't know if you can hear this. No, I can't. Don't wave it. Oh my god, no! I had a little applause thing on here that I was good. I was oh. just a round of applause. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. So the way you have you feel about the conference and how long you've spoken about it, this is how I feel about this assignment. Uh-huh, I feel like uh-huh. I've talked about it for a lifetime. Uh, you would think I have been doing it for the last three years. Really, I did it in the space of two and a half months, and then it took me two and a half months to get the day lunch submitted but we're here now it has been submitted it got submitted last night deadline was today um so all is well i can start working on the second one and continue talking about another assignment because people would be missing it uh, <laughs> the other thing i wanted to do is uh bring some kind of nutritious meals into my life again because bulgaria was um started off well and then mama's cooking mama's cooking yeah. over <laughs> yeah. yeah then it became like one big cheat meal uh <laughs> and that span over the course of two weeks so, <laughs> so yeah it was it was good uh it was hearty <laughs> but uh back to uh, now and i'm back to exercise back to like trying to eat uh i'll be more mindfully and i'll be better so that is going okay um I was meant to do two project management courses um, 
hand up to say that I haven't done it. Uh, but when I tell you about my revelations for the last few days and everything that's been happening, you would understand why. Um, I was also sick on the weekends for two days. So that kind of took a lot of, yeah, half my week <laughs> away mm-hmm. from me. So it didn't help. And that's when I should have done the courses. But project management courses still pending. Uh, two marketing courses. Um, I have done one. I still need to do another one. But I guess this is a good way to say. Seg- so this was all my goals uh, for last week. But this is a good way to segue into what have I actually been doing outside of these goals? Because I feel like it was one of those weeks where I set up goals and then I ended up doing five times more, but outside of my to-do list. Uh, still very exciting things though. So apart from submitting my assignments, I also launched my first e-commerce website today. So Good. that is well done. huge news. Uh, again, something I have talked about for a while uh, and has been in the works, but Going to Bulgaria, my mom is fully trained on how to maintain the website. Not only that, but she's actually excited about doing it, which was the biggest challenge, converting her to believe in the future of (laughs) (laughs) e-commerce. My mom is 50, by the way. So, like, bear in mind, my mom is 50. (laughs) That's a pretty pretty amazing (laughs) achievement, to be fair. That really really is. Well done. She's so proud of herself now. The website looks incredible. So she's doing a great job of like uh, adding more things to it. Um, but she is also um, excited about doing it because she texts me every day to tell me what else she has added to it. And can I check in? Can I see how it looks? And like Quality. We have had this conversation since April. It is now middle of August. So you can understand the struggle and why I'm so happy for her getting on board with this because... It has only taken us three to four months to get Uh her excited about this website. (laughs) 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 Website's finally launched. Um, It's only day one, so early to report on results. But it seems like it's going really well. It's had really positive uh, reaction on social media for the launch. Uh, And we've had loads of people resharing the news that we now have a website. Nice. Clearly, people were excited about that. Uh, So this is all you can ask for as a marketeer create a shareable moment mm-hmm. and it seems like that website launch has done really well because we've had like ton, like a few i think last time i checked which was good four or five hours ago we had nearly like 40 post shares wow so 40 okay people had shared the news about the website now being launched and that's having an e-commerce website so nice um that is incredible. I can't wait to see what it does in time. Uh, and there's more marketing push that will be happening in the next few weeks around there. But this is the exciting news and something that wasn't necessarily on my list because I wasn't sure exactly when we are launching it. But then we set the date for this week and made it happen. Um, literally last night, I was doing Facebook advertising. So it's, it's magic we made it happen today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other thing that has been a revelation is going to Bulgaria, spending time exploring my own country, um, the beauty that it is, and some of the things that Bulgarians are most proud about um, and most people don't know about is um, just exploring the best that Bulgarian has to offer made me realize I want to 
start a business centered around goods or products from my home country. Can't share much details yet, but I am thinking of starting my first dropshipping slash e-commerce business to be worked out exactly what form and shape it takes. But I already have the idea of the business model, the messaging behind there, um, the supplier relationships, which is the, usually the complicated part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am thinking of starting a business outside of, I think if you remember many, many episodes ago, I spoke about wanting to start a consultancy next year, mm-hmm. like a brand or marketing consultancy next year. So that's still happening. <laughs> but before then, why don't we start another business or add a little bit more to my to-do list mm-hmm. uh, i think i'm starting a business guys so this was a huge revelation um in the last week and i think on top of just coming back with renewed energy and figuring out like what does my next few months look like um which will tie nicely into the end of episode accountability circle when i tell you about what i'm planning to do for the next week um I also had a little moment last night after I did everything and finished working. So for the last few days, I have been finishing work at starting at 6.30 a.m. and finishing work at 10.11. But I feel like I have had the most productive week of my life and it's only Wednesday. Um, And I think it's because of that renewed energy. I didn't even feel tired. Like very often after work, if I've done work before work and then after work, I would just want to relax. But this week, I actually felt like I wanted to keep going. And there was another thing to launch and another thing to submit and another thing to do, um, which made it really exciting. But the one thing, like last night I was meditating and my meditation so happened to be, it was a guided meditation account, so it happened to be about taking stock of what you've achieved and like how far you've come. So just being grateful. and. The meditation was only 15 to 20 minutes, but I think having had such a productive week um, made me think about how far I've come. And if you think about that, this year, just had a little revelation while meditating. I say, I sometimes feel like I'm doing a lot, but I'm not actually achieving a lot or as much as I want to. Like, progress is very slow when you're like going up the hill it can feel very tedious at times and like you're never getting to that end goal um and my revelation last night was actually in retrospective in the space of eight months I have moved from having a media strategist or a media specialist role that was purely focused on our smallest market in Europe to now having a global role, working across many countries and many markets with some of the world's biggest brands uh, in gaming and just world's biggest brands in the gaming space. I've moved into a global role. We went through COVID and moving, going from home. I've launched an e-commerce business. I've started a degree. So hopefully by the end of the year, I'll be coming out with a degree. Um, We've launched a podcast and are trying to build a community of like-minded overachievers. I'm about to start creating a dropshipping business. And I'm still thinking of launching my own consultancy next year. So if you actually put it that way, we have I have achieved so much in the space of a year that 
it makes the it kind of showed me the bigger picture of like things are actually happening you are moving you may you may not feel like it at times on a day-to-day basis when you're just doing the little tasks to um create that e-commerce website or when you're doing the individual study modules for your degree it may not feel like you're doing a lot but actually when you look back at the last eight months it's been pretty good eight months and like i can't wait to see what happens until the end of the before the end of the year so that literally made me pause for a moment and think like wow like it's only been eight months and so much has happened Mm. like so much good stuff has happened imagine what would happen in another year so you know it was a very positive moment just listening to you to think i've been thinking about that same thing for me if i Mm -hmm. look back over the year and actually Mm -hmm. i think this is something that everybody should do because it's really really important you are yep. right when you're when you're making progress and you're driving uphill it can seem really really slow yeah it isn't until you look back that you realize actually how far you've actually come up that hill yeah so if i if i were to do the same thing for me i would i didn't have a podcast when this year started i started mm-hmm. the podcast this year in january the yep. first episode went yep. out Jan- january 19th yeah youtube exactly the same thing so I started, a, I started a podcast with zero. I started YouTube yeah. with zero. Since mm-hmm. then, the podcast is ranking in a couple yeah. of uh, categories on Apple. Um, yeah. I probably got, I think it's over, I think 10,000 downloads or something like that on the, on the podcast right wow. now. Um, wow. YouTube, I started with zero. I'll cross 3,000 subscribers this, this week. It's yeah. monetized now. Um, yeah. I've got Money Intelligence which is a new brand specifically. I've done a digital wealth conference. I've started to do one-on-one work with clients. I've got Mm -hmm. two very, 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 very good clients. Um, One in Dubai, and I've got another one who lives in Marbella, who I've got to meet in the next couple of weeks or so because he's coming back home. Okay. I've got the investment course. I've got, you know, the fact that I'm actually now fully self-employed working towards something. Mm -hmm. That is a huge shift from where I was this time last year. Because this huge. time last year, this time last year, where was I? I was working for an investment house, absolutely fucking hating it. Like really hating it. Didn't like it at all. Being really, really frustrated with the fact that they were so clunky and just couldn't move and just didn't grasp basic yeah. fundamental things that you need to operate. Yeah. So from that to here, I'm in a completely different place. And I've not even touched on the fact that, you know, worlds apart. And I've not even touched on the financial side of things in terms of like, I've absolutely obliterated my debt. Like I have zero debt right now, like zero, apart from my, apart from a mortgage, a little mortgage, I've got zero debt right now. Financially, I'm in in a better place, although I'm not earning as much money because I'm now self-employed building a business, but I'm in a completely different space. My, yeah. my my investments have gone up stupidly because Tess has been <laughs> going great guns, thank <laughs> God, you know. But actually, I'm in a, I'm worlds apart. Yeah, yeah. Like that's one thing I forgot to say as well. Like financially, like this year has completely changed my game. And as you said, like being, I am officially debt free for the last two months, and to do that, like shortly after turning thirty, 
has been incredible. Bear in mind, I don't have a house yet. Oh my God, so I come on. I want this thing to work. Like, you cannot hear that, but I've got to give you an applause. Like, we need, we're going to bring this into the show properly because this is important. But seriously, now, this is really, really important. Like, you know, we think about priorities and trying to make sure that we set our priorities right. People underestimate how much money and how much finances can add stress and a different <laughs> element to life. Life is so much easier when you don't have that burden, right? Yeah. And, you know, you're working towards property and all that kind of stuff, but you have a goal. And I guess if you're listening to this this week, now is the time to literally sit down, get a piece of paper, write down where you were last year, this time last year, write down yeah. where you are this year. And it doesn't matter if there's only one or two things that are better yeah. Be thankful for those things that are better because those things are the difference between yeah. last year and now. Yeah. Gosh, I think we should be forced to do this monthly. <laughs> Maybe monthly you wouldn't see as much of a difference, but let's say quarterly because I haven't thought about that for eight months since the year started. And now we are in the middle of August. And for the last eight months, it's just been like push, push, push like drive forward and just having that realization yesterday like completely changed how I feel about my achievements and the progress I've made it makes me feel so much more positive it makes me feel more um motivated that I am actually seeing the results there are results there it's not I'm not just pushing water uphill <laughs> while it's all spilling everywhere so it actually shows me that I am making a change um creating things for my future uh and some of the things were not there originally they were like the drop shipping business was not there the e-commerce business I didn't even think about that at the start of the year so there's things that were brought upon later in the year but gosh it's all for good like I can't wait to genuinely see where we are in by the end of the year not even like next year by the end of this year like I can't wait to have the same conversation at the end of the year and think about like, wow, what a year it was. Yeah. You know what? We were talking about this book that I needed to buy at the beginning of this uh, podcast, right? Yeah. So yeah. I've literally just gone back and just like looked at some of the things that I scribbled down in terms of like my short-term kind of like goals to lock to big-term yeah. goals. So yeah. I've written down one, two, three, four things on here. And just looking at this right now, I've done three. Wow. I've done three of already. those things already, <laughs> already. So yeah. it's really, really, and this is why it's important to set goals and to have them written down somewhere so you can always reflect on them. And it isn't this conversation, yeah. it isn't until this conversation that I've just realized that I've done three of these. Now, the yeah. big central one is still a work in progress, yeah. but the th three of the small elements that I need to do in order to do that central goal Mm -hmm. I've already knocked off the list. So, you know, it's really, That's really important to take stock, guys. You know, it really, yeah. really is important to take stock and track your goals. Yeah. I'm going to call this episode The Reset because mm. <laughs> I think you hosting the conference, which has been such a big goal of yours and something you've worked to for a while, me going home, kind of, let's call it almost halfway through the year, just after halfway through the year, has yeah reset both of us in a different way like made us think about where do we go from here um and 
it's it's such a tricky one to do as someone who is always busy and overachieving to forget to take like it's very easy to deprioritize the moments to take stock the moments to reflect the moments to go set you're like oh yeah yeah i know what my goals are but no 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 stop and really think about it are these still your goals mm-hmm. is there anything you could be doing differently and here's my chance to plug in that accountability circle. If you're not part of it already, now is a great time to join us because we do have an accountability um, sheet and goal setting sheet that you can use and do your set your goals with us every week. You can review them and see the progress we've made, but also you get the best part, which is the community of like-minded individuals all trying to achieve great things. And I think Having that community will hopefully get all of us to remind each other every now and then how great we're doing and that we are doing amazing things and it's not all for nothing. So uh, if you're not part of the community, uh, please join us because um, I promise it will have a positive impact on your life all around. And we are on Facebook on our page, Tap Into Extraordinary. and you can literally join us in the space of two minutes by telling us a bit more about who you are so we get to know you and we finally get to put some faces and names to our listeners. Uh-huh. So now is a great time to join if you haven't already and we'll give you the tools that you need to set your goals weekly if you don't already have one of those magical journals that help me and Peter plan every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. So actually, so do we now go into like, goals now for next for the next week yeah yeah i think we should uh i'm gonna go first if you don't mind because i have one simple goal my one simple goal is um i have been back for a few days and i said i'm doing a lot and considering doing even more in the next few months but i haven't had the time because so much has been happening to actually put the on paper i believe in putting things on paper like actually organizing it on paper helps me organize in my hands um so i am in the process of creating what should i say to-do list or structure for all my ventures and all the things i'm doing and how i'm gonna manage all of them simultaneously Mm -hmm. so i'm making a plan for how i'm gonna um make a commitment to my degree uh Mm -hmm. what i'm gonna do to uh what steps i need to take to launch the dropshipping business what steps do I need to take to um, grow the podcast and focus on the podcast? Um, what steps do I need to take to grow the e-commerce business and achieve specific financial targets that we have in mind? So my task for the next week is just putting all those individual plans separately and then bringing them together and figuring out how they all fit as one. Uh, so how I can look back in three months time and say like, yeah, all these things moved forward, uh, to an extent and nothing actually fell behind and got left behind because I didn't have time. Cause that's the one thing, like I always say, mm-hmm. um, you can never get enough of, like I have a million and one ideas. I don't have enough time. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. time and organization is the precious commodity. So I am going to spend the next week just strategizing my mm-hmm. life or okay. the end of the year cool okay yeah what about you so for me i've kind of done what you 
are going to be yeah. doing over the next week. So yeah. for me now, it's all about actually just launching some of those things now um, mm-hmm. and actually just formalizing them, actually pushing them out. Um, yeah. With the podcast specifically, I need to come to a decision on whether I just carry on with the commitment that I made this year to do 52 episodes, which is one a week, um, yeah. or whether I take a break and then continue with the seasoned themed base um, approach going forward. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, part of me just like, oh, maybe I need to continue with the 52 and just, you know, conclude it and then start the new year with that yeah. in mind. And that will give me enough time as well over the next few uh, months to approach some brands and approach some people from the commercial kind of thing to partner with mm-hmm. me on the podcast specifically. So mm-hmm. I need to come to determination on that. Um, launch the bits and pieces for the com and the coaching and all that kind of stuff that I want to do and certainly on YouTube yeah. I've got a strategy specifically for that um, <clears throat> I also need to think about the new uh, money intelligence or the next uh, money intelligence yeah. event we've got a lot of stuff going on with the charity because there's a second part of the of what we said we were going to do as part of the digital wealth conference so the conference was the first okay. part the second part was that Kristen and I were going to go into the actual um, charity and do a financial education session with the parents. So okay. we've, we've got that penciled in for the 28th, which is not this weekend, next next Friday. Um, yeah. But as part of that, my friend who produces music, who's a big time producer now, he's going to also do some stuff for the kids. So we need to Aww, organize maybe. that because um, that will give them a little bit of a boost and inspiration yeah. um, and yeah. stuff like that yeah. for the go- for those of them who are into music. Um, yeah. So there's that part that we also need to launch. Um, so that's on my priority list as well. And what else is there? I think that's pretty much it for the next... Oh, oh yes. And I have been speaking to, um, you know, the football um, side of what I want to do as well and introductions yeah. are happening. Uh, this week so I just need to stay on top of my contact my mate there really to be honest just to try and drive things through from there and follow up with you know some of the commercial side of things and approaches that I need to do with some of the brands and and so on and so forth I've got some work to do with a a brand also next weekend um, on some filming for educational purposes educational content for 16 to 25 year olds so there's a lot of stuff for me to get through in the prep work for that as well yeah that's amazing. That's a lot to do. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but all amazing stuff. It's great to see like your plans actually. How do you feel about having set the plan now and like actually just going for it and actioning? How does it feel? Well, the one thing about a plan is the fact that I know that it's likely going to change. So whilst it gives me a little <laughs> bit of like headspace. Um, I feel good about the fact that it's given me headspace and I've got a bit of clarity now, but I'm fully aware that, you know, I can go and introduce these kind of things and still going to have to tweak it at some point anyway. So I'm aware that it's a constant work in progress. Um, But the fact that I've actually gone through the point of actually really thinking about, okay, cool. So what do I need to do? How does it fill into my two year kind of like plan to be in Dubai with you know yeah. YouTube being my main source of income alongside the podcast alongside mm-hmm. you know the courses and the one-on-one work I can do is yeah. definitely giving me more headspace to know okay right this is what I'm doing next and opposed to running around like a headless chicken yeah yeah it's amazing I think like having spoken to loads of my very driven friends like different people get excited about different parts 
some of my friends love the strategizing part where they just sit and think <laughs> about the future and like plan out what it would look like. Mm-hmm. And there's others who are just like, oh, let's just get stuck in. I have no time to be setting goals and like writing mm-hmm. vision boards, etc. <laughs> so I think everyone gets excited by different things. But yeah. um, I don't know which type of person I am, to be honest. I, I think I get equally excited by both. So Yeah, I'm I am. Thinking- I'm definitely kind of like, I like getting stuck in, but I'm also like, uh, I want to know what I'm doing because that's just exactly. the kind of person I am. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and, and, and obviously, you know, even on conversation of money, one of the big things that I always, always, always reiterate to the guys whenever I do videos and one-on-one work is there's no point in you buying Tesla stock just because Tesla stock is going great guns right now. What is the plan? Yeah. You need to have a yeah. plan sat behind it, right? What is your plan? Right. By knowing your plan, you'll know whether you should be buying Tesla. Yeah. It, yeah. Your plan might mean that you should stay the hell away from Tesla. You need to have a plan. <laughs> so that has always been that's always been something that has been, you know, at the core of things for me from a professional point of view. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that, you know, even with the coaching clients that I have right now and the two the two big ones, it's like everything's centered around, listen, we need to understand what your plan is. Yeah. Because yeah. your plan is going to dictate everything else. So that's just mm-hmm. my nature basically yeah. so yeah yeah but yeah. yeah, speaking to a fellow planner i love my plans and having everything well thought through before i commit to doing anything i'm like i i would get stuck into a task any day but i would always on the back of my mind be asking okay what's the bigger picture here what's the plan mm-hmm. why are we doing this why are we doing it the way we're doing it have we thought this through is there another way of doing it that, mm-hmm. that's just how my brain works yeah. So I can 100% relate. Yeah. yeah. But actually, you know what? If you're listening to this, let us know in the Facebook group what kind of person you are. Are you just like, yeah. literally, hey, let's get stuck in or oh, no, 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 let's, let's, let's know what we're doing first and foremost. Let us know because yeah. I'll be interested to see how the makeup is within the group as well. So uh-huh. do join and let us know uh, which camp you fall into. Um, yeah. But yeah. So have we, have we covered everything? I mean, given that we're talking about our lives, I think so. I mean, we can be here all night talking about life. <laughs> we, guys, before recording this, we were meant to record this three hours ago. We spent three hours just catching up on life and talking through, like, what are we both doing uh, and what have we been busy with. And then we recorded this episode. So yeah. we can really sit here and talk all night. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think you have this kind of time just yet. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, that so- might be something that we just, like, throw in as part of the community at some point as well, because it's nice yeah. to talk and it's nice to kind of, like, get other people's perspectives and... You know, perspective is very, very, very important. You comparing where you are to someone else and getting someone else's perspective on what you're trying to do. And like, you give yeah. me some gems today just on some of the stuff that I want to launch for the YouTube stuff. It's like, yeah. I didn't think of it in the way that you did. And that's that's why they say two heads are better than one. So, yeah. you know, this is the kind of stuff you can incorporate into the community. So make sure you go and join. Don't miss out, please. And um, yeah. again, you've had your opportunity to write down your, your goals for the week in your little notepad. We might be able to provide those kind of things as part of the whole branding <laughs> experience as well to some of the members. Yeah. But we'll see it's what happens. Coming. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, join us. Join us uh, on social media in Tap Into Extraordinary and uh, join us in the community so you can tell us what kind of person are you. Are you just getting stuck in tasks and chasing goals or 
are you the planner kind of person, the AKA Peter and me. Uh, <laughs> 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 we would we will not judge you if you just get stuck in things. We just wanna know. We just wanna know. So join us in the community so you can tell us personally. Um and we look forward to speaking to you next week again. Yeah. Yes, indeed guys. So have a good week, whatever you're doing. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week for another episode. And uh, we will keep this train rolling. Catch you later. Yeah. Have a great day. Bye.